1: Jingle bell jingle bell jingle bell rock jingle bell time and jingle bell time dancing and prancing and jingle bell
2: square in the frosty air what a Another great one, eh folks? Right Hi everybody, I'm Dennis Prager. Welcome to, to the, the show driveway. named after me. Jingle bell time. I don't use the word hero often. I uh, I think like like everything else like like the word awesome <laughs> awesome used to mean wow I am filled with awe a a human being ran the mile to say this would be when, when did uh, Roger Bannister uh, run the mile in four minutes in the fifties yeah so that was awesome first guys, first Westerners to, to climb Everest, that's awesome. Beethoven's third is awesome. Uh, the, uh, the pie you had is not awesome. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. It is what it is. But hero shouldn't be overused, and it is. And we have a hero, Joe Manchin, the senator from West Virginia. The, the amount of vitriol and hate that this man receives, I would say that right now it is only second to what Donald Trump received when he was president. Is that fair to say? Who's the most hated person in America on the part of the left? The, the, or, and the Democrats, which is the party of the left. Joe Manchin. And, you know, his, par- his, uh, his family as well it 's targeted. Needless to say, that, that's now, that is now conventional to go to the homes of politicians and other public figures with whom you differ. It's another institution innovated by the left. By the way, if anybody on the right ever does it, I condemn it too There have to be rules in life of civility, rules of civility <laughs> that would be awesome if people lived by rules of civility so the man that man is a hero. What this bill was this bill what was, what was the amount how many hundreds of billions of dollars to green energy? 300 billion dollars, I believe it is. Just, that's even, it might be low. Yeah, it's low. It's just, See, this is the beauty of having a trillion dollar anything. A hundred billion doesn't sound like much. A hundred billion sounded like much two years ago. Today it sounds like nothing. A hundred billion dollars? A hundred billion is a thousand million. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. This bill w- would have so corrupted this country with crony capitalism. Where do you think the three hundred billion and so many other hundreds of billions would go to companies? Companies favored by the government? That's where it would go. One of the many lies that we're swimming in in the ocean of lies of the left is that big business is in cahoots with the Republicans. Right? They always say that, right? The party of big business. There's no truth to that. The party of big business is the Democrats. The party of the rich is the Democrats. I'm going to ask the living murderer a question. I don't know if you know the answer. Is there any, let's say, the ten wealthiest zip codes in America how many vote Republican an interesting question Mm -hmm. that could probably be checked wealthiest zip code voting take a look because I'm very curious so let me say since neither of us knows I would say seven of them are Democrat I was going to say nine you were going to say nine
0: Yeah, because it's Washington Silicon Valley right yeah no yeah of course the the coasts they're
2: all on the coasts maybe Yeah. yeah Maybe there's one... Is there one very wealthy suburb of Chicago? Yeah, but it's
0: not...
2: Is that where you grew up? No. Um, I know. That was a total joke. I made the living murder laugh for that. I can now retire. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a great ride. And I achieved my goal. The party of the rich. (laughs) Oh, my God this man is uh, is remarkable for his courage he might have saved this country i'm not kidding uh, that's certainly language I've, i don't recall ever using one man saving the country this 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 was destruction the staggering amount of money now that was earmarked to be given to americans to hook them just like drug dealers the there is no difference in terms of addiction between addiction to free things from the state and addiction to drugs. And I, I've contended for many years it is easier to get off addiction to heroin or addiction to alcohol or addiction to gambling than it is addiction to free things. People who get free things not only get addicted to it, they think that they deserve it. The alcoholic doesn't think, oh, I deserve alcohol. I need alcohol. I want alcohol. But it is not a moral benefit to society that I receive it. But the person who gets free money from the state thinks it's a moral duty of the fellow citizens to give him money for free for doing nothing but breathing. The aim of the founders of this country, which is the antithesis of the left, was to keep government small. There's the bumper sticker, the bigger the government, the smaller the citizen, a line I made up many years ago. Big government... You know when I became a Republican? When Ronald Reagan ran for president? One line did it. Government is the problem not the solution. Or government is not the solution, it's the problem. I don't remember which order he said. But I understood what he said in a sense better than he did. He was referring to the government and its expansive powers in America, and anywhere for that matter. But I knew something else because of my preoccupation with 20th century genocide. All the genocides, with exception of the Hutus and the Tutsis, or Hutus of the Tutsis, was done by big government. Why is big government synonymous with with goodness. Why isn't it more synonymous with evil? Because you read the New York Times and went to an American school. That's why. Joe Manchin should become a Republican. He should simply announce the Democratic Party that I joined X number of years ago is not the Democratic Party of today. It is a race-baiting, racist, hate-filled, disuniting, corrupt party. Oh, God, that would be awesome. (laughs) That, That would qualify for the heroic and the awesome. And then he would go to the side that loves him. Democrats can't keep knocking a Republican. They hate a Democrat who thinks individually. But it's not that he thinks individually. I don't have I don't have respect for Liz Cheney. She thinks individually from the Republican side. The issue is not are you independent, the issue is are you right? That's all that matters. He should become a Republican. Whether he runs for re election in West Virginia or not, he should become a Republican. Where did I just read? Some mayor uh, of of a city. uh, Did you see it? Uh, A mayor of North, the word North was in it, of a major city. Just changed from Democrat to Republican. He would be following an honorable pedigree. 1-8 Prager 776. You are listening to The Dennis Prager Show. 800 500 You have to believe that songs like this were written in, in a more innocent time, Frosty the Snowman. There's no, there's, no, there's no doubt about it. Wait till I read to you what Oregon and, and Illinois are doing with kids. In the meantime, let me remind you about Sierra Pacific Mortgage and Andrew and Todd two honorable, incredibly competent men who will take care of your mortgage needs. Uh, the the rates are spectacular. They're bound to go up because of inflation. If you haven't refinanced, you should. If you're getting a new home, contact them as well. I just want to tell you what they do for you, and, and there's no obligation, is they give you a quick mortgage checkup. That's a very important thing. Maybe Maybe you're paying too much. Maybe you should have a 30-year loan, not a 15-year loan. Maybe you should have a 15-year loan, not a 30-year loan. These are the guys. AndrewandTodd.com at Sierra Pacific Mortgage. 888-1172-8888-1172. AndrewandTodd.com. I personally endorse them. Well, guess what? I underestimated the wealthy districts of this country. And their political affiliation. I said seven out of the ten wealthiest zip codes were Democratic. That means three would be Republican congressional districts. District. Oh, not zip codes, congressional districts. That's right. How how would you know otherwise? Well, I guess you could figure it out. But anyway, so guess what the real number is? Out of ten congressional, the ten wealthiest congressional districts. Well done, Will. My, my Peruvian friend, I love that you're half Peruvian. I want you to know that. And, it's the and oh, I can't say that on the air, can I? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, it was a funny comment about his his uh, his family. Let's put it that way. In any event, the answer is ten. The 10 wealthiest congressional districts vote Democrat. The party of the rich, it is, it is part of the, the tsunami of lies that the left tell, or the left tells. Guess what? What do you think the number is of the top 50 wealthiest congressional districts? 41 are Democratic. (laughs) What does the party of the rich mean? Among the richest Americans are Jeff Bezos, correct? He's on the left. Guy bought the Washington Post in order to keep it a left-wing propaganda uh, machine. Uh, Who else? Uh, Of course, um, Bill Gates. Okay, obviously one of the great funders of leftism. Who else got a, got a name there on the, on, on the top anyway they 're examples it 's very hard to find one of the wealthiest people in America as funding republican causes forty one of the f- top fifty wealthiest districts are, are democratic so there is a there 's a uh, Here's an example of, of the lies that permeate our universities because of the left. San Diego State University. A dean at San Diego State University has called out the right's agenda, quote-unquote, on Twitter, accusing conservatives of supporting racism and standing against equality. The dean of the... The dean, Wow. Dean of the College of Arts and Letters Professor Monica Koop Casper. I was shocked to read that it was a female. Tweeted on December 1st, Just so we're clear on the rights agenda. Racism good, abortion bad. Money good, women bad. Capitalism good, sustainability bad. Stupidity good, science bad. Power good, equality bad. White people good, non-white people bad. Stench indeed. Oh, this is the dean or a dean of San Diego State University. So here's an offer I want you to know. Monica Casper. How about a debate on those charges? I'll come to San Diego State, and I will raise thousands of dollars for you or any charity you want. If your charity is Black Lives Matter, we'll give to it. You can choose the moderator. You choose the time. You choose the venue. You can choose the audience. Folks, it will never be taken up. They never debate on the left. They smear. Any communist leaders ever debate? They don't debate, they suppress. This is an amazing thing, isn't it? Power good. (laughs) For a left-winger to accuse conservatives of wanting power. We want to reduce government, thereby reduce our power it's just a total lie the woman lives in a make-believe world some of you have kids at San Diego State write a letter favorite left-wing charity Dennis Prager will raise thousands of dollars name the sum and I will come to San Diego State to debate this woman on just her one statement that the rights agenda is racism good, abortion bad, money good, women bad, women bad. Women bad. Well, she's a bad woman, but it doesn't mean women are bad. Capitalism good. That's right. I, that's, that's true. Capitalism, if you care about the poor, you love capitalism. It is the only thing that has lifted billions of people out of poverty. Sustainability bad. What is sustainability? Oh, sustainability is green energy. Mm-hmm. Are you for nuclear power, Monica Casper? That you want sustainability? You want to you want to power society with, without fossil fuel? There's a very safe, clean answer: nuclear power. Stupidity, good science, bad. I'd like to know how exactly that, uh, that came in. Science bad, that's the myth. We bring to you 17,000 scientists who were opposed to lockdowns and were called anti-science. How many scientists did they get to say that uh, it was okay to demonstrate against racism without a mask? Remember that? Because fighting racism is, is a health issue. Is a healthy thing to do. All right, my friends, we shall return in a moment. I have a remarkable guest from Holland. The Dennis Prager Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you about an interesting supplement that has made a big deal in my life. I had the, the pins and needles feeling in my feet. I've had it for about 25 years. It got quite intense. So among the things I did is I had inserts put in, which helped because it lifted the bone from the nerve and I threw away the inserts last year after I started taking Nerve Renew. I read about Nerve Renew on the internet and so I tried it out and amazingly after about a year, it doesn't happen overnight, I got rid of the inserts I had worn for 10 years. It's minimal the, uh, the pins and needles effect that I have. I'd like you to try it out. Go to NerveRenew.com. They offer two-week trial of their product and a one-year money-back guarantee NerveRenew.com or your two-week trial now I asked them to advertise that's how effective I think the product is NerveRenew.com okay everybody Dennis Prager here and we go to Holland or the Netherlands you choose when I was in Hungary at this conference of leading young conservatives in Europe I met remarkable people and one of them is Ava, and here goes, goes, Fladingerbrook. Ava, <laughs> did, Ava, did I do it entirely accurately, entirely inaccurately, or mostly accurately?
1: Mostly accurate. Very well done, Dennis. Thank you.
2: That's funny. Mostly accurate. So you say your last name.
1: So it's Fladingerbrook.
2: Fladingerbrook. I there you really, go. I really want to master it. Although one day, God willing, you'll get married.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well my parents uh, they did well with Ava, right? Yeah. Less-
2: <laughs> exactly. So you're you are now in which city in Holland?
1: Right now currently I'm in The Hague, actually.
2: Oh, Den Haag. That I knew.
1: Yeah. Den Haag.
2: Oh, yes. you're in The Hague. How huh? interesting. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, Ava is remarkable. I don't use these words lightly. <laughs> Uh, She is brilliant and she is uh, courageous. She is one of the non-vaccinated Europeans. She's a conservative leader. She is not only a lawyer, she's a legal theorist. So I want you to first tell Americans and anyone listening anywhere, what is the state of freedom in Holland today?
1: Well, first of all, thank you for the ever so kind introduction, Dennis. Um, I'm very flattered about the uh, the state of freedom in the Netherlands. It's a, a very dire state. Sadly, we are actually right now as of Saturday in full complete lockdown once again for the third time in two years. So when I say full lockdown, I mean full lockdown. Everything is closed, restaurants, stores, schools, even. Um, The only thing basically the Dutch can do is uh, take a small little walk and go to the supermarket or to the pharmacy.
2: What's going to be with Christmas?
1: Same thing, because they already said that this lockdown uh, is going to last till at least the 14th of January. Um, And obviously they have made promises like that before and they didn't ever really keep them. Uh, So for Christmas, it's going to be a very sober, very lonely christmas for most people because the state has even ordered us to not have more than four people at our house for christmas uh, at the same time so they even decide who you can invite when in your own home
2: can a non-vaccinated person be one of the four
1: yes they can but of course the uh, the dutch government has done a really great job at making people believe that this is a uh, pandemic of the unvaccinated so they say right so this has caused such major societal disruption uh, that there are families, lots of families and, and friend groups now that have fallen apart over the issue of being vaccinated and unvaccinated. I'm sure you have the same in America.
2: We do indeed. I, I tell you, it's hard to imagine a society where everything is closed. At our worst, uh, there not everything was closed. A lot of things were. I mean it And is this because of omicron?
1: Yes, it is actually. if we have to listen closely to the words of the government, it's because of the anticipated risk of omicron, so they're not even sure they they say that openly what omicron is gonna do. Obviously, the first reports of the of this new variant have been that it causes nothing more but just a common cold, basically. Uh, But because it's so contagious, they say we need to take action now and uh, and prevent things from getting worse. Even though, in fact, the case numbers and the hospitalizations are at this moment dropping. So there is absolutely no reason or necessity for this this complete lockdown at the moment. Apart from one, obviously, that I think is the real reason for why they're doing this, which is that they want to lead us to further despair. Um, after which we will probably accept the narrative of having to go on board with mandatory vaccinations
2: that's that's your theory that this is uh, this is enabling people to accept forced vaccination yes At, what about forced passports?
1: So the passports are already here, basically everywhere in Europe. I don't think there's, except for Bulgaria, there's not one European country now that doesn't have these quote unquote European COVID passes. So freedom, even before this lockdown, obviously was not a concept that was completely absolute uh, in our societies, the opposite rather. Because we had this, this QR code um, that we needed basically for everything, in order to get into restaurants or in order to get into bars or museums or or theaters, for example, which shows if you're vaccinated, um, cured from COVID within the past 180 days. Yeah, all right.
2: I'm going to continue with that. We're going to talk about Holland today and Europe. Frager, you have no idea what's going on in Europe. So I'm bringing it to your attention. You might recall last month I spoke to a young Austrian man whom I met at this conference in Hungary about Austria, and they were talking about Holland, with a woman I met at this conference, a young woman, a, a lawyer, and one of the leading conservatives, if not the leading in my opinion, in Holland. And I, I need to tell you folks, and I don't want to embarrass her, but the along with her brains is great courage which is the rarest of the traits she's not vaccinated there's no reason on earth a young person should get vaccinated none it is a crime against humanity that we have forced young people to get vaccines more young people by far in the United States have died of drug overdose than of covid but that doesn't register on people's concern scale. Eva Floodingbrook and she has a Twitter account, at Eva Vlar. V-L-A-A-R. Is that correct, Eva?
1: Totally correct, wow, yes.
2: Wow, good. And you you should have an international following, in my opinion. I know you're going to be doing, actually, a podcast podcast, uh, with on PragerU this week, is that correct?
1: Uh, on the twenty seventh, I will be uh, I will be on with Will together for a full hour.
2: Well, that's wonderful. The the more uh, more exposure you get, the better it is for the world. I, I I'm telling you, I hear you tell me everything is closed in Holland. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, she means everything. Only grocery stores for food so what i'm curious what if you are are walking around or you drive somewhere and walk with your family or or with friends is is that okay
1: yes so in holland that's okay but as you just mentioned um in another country in europe in austria that's not okay if you're not vaccinated Um, the young man that you were just speaking about, who's been on your show a couple of weeks ago, I saw him this weekend as well in in Austria. And we were there to protest against the mandatory vaccination that has already been announced there. They're going to enforce it from the 1st of February onwards. And now in Austria, there is a lockdown for the unvaccinated. So I was actually out there on the street being illegal just by existing.
2: What does it mean? It's mandatory. Will will, will you be fined, uh, jailed? What happens?
1: So in Austria, from uh, the 1st of February onwards, if you are not vaccinated, you will be fined 200 euros every month. And if you don't pay those fines, or if you appeal to those fines, they are going to increase. And that is just for, you know existing being not vaccinated if you actually go out of your house if you do things if you try to lead a semi-normal life then these fines are gonna go up to astronomical numbers What
2: what age do you have to be to be vaccinated what is the minimal age
1: Oh I think the minimal age right now is 12 but they're already talking about lowering it because there are vaccines now for kids from the age of 5. So onwards.
2: if you are 12 years old in Austria and don't get vaccinated you have to pay 200 euro a month.
1: Yeah your parents will probably be Yeah no no
2: I understand that, that. but you, but that's the that's the you're punished. A 12 you year a 12 year old.
1: Everybody. Okay so, so here's
2: the here's the 64000 euro question. How are the Dutch people accepting the this complete removal of basic rights?
1: Sadly, um, only a very small group of people is still very actively opposing this. Uh, the official numbers show that 90% of the population here in Holland has been fully vaccinated. And a lot of people have fallen for the lies that the government has told them. So a lot of them believe that we're in this lockdown right now because of the small percentage of people that is not vaccinated Um, and a lot of them believe that this Omicron variant that they that they are talking about is is incredibly dangerous and deadly which we know for a fact is not.
2: What do you think the ultimate reason slash agenda is of the Dutch government and other European governments? Is it is it simple hypochondriac fear or is there a, a different agenda as well?
1: No, it's about control. I think that this is all a way to accept, for us to, to sort of be warmed up to the idea of total surveillance. So this, the COVID passes that we were talking about, these, uh, these QR codes that you have to use in order to be granted access to society, all of those are now only used for your vaccination status, but they will most definitely be used for other things as well. And this is not a, this is not a conspiracy theory. The people, who call us, the European Commission—they're all actually very open about this. Um, I would, I would highly advise all of your readers who are in, or listeners who are interested in this to just Google the European Identity Project from the European Commission. It's, uh, it's basically a project or a plan that the European Commission has for every single European member state to enforce digital identity cards, which are basically these these apps on your phone that you will use for everything so taxes your financial um, uh, information uh, your your medical status all of these things will all be logged on to this one digital identity that every single person in Europe should have by the year of 2030
2: is the plan Wow so that is why you and I believe that America remains the last best hope. Is that correct?
1: That is absolutely correct. I think that you, uh, in America, have a big advantage because of the fact that you have a constitution that was written by people who understand the dangers that the government can pose to its own citizens. Here in Europe, people think that the state is here to serve us, that the state is our friend. And that is also exactly what you know, our constitutions reflect. We don't have a second amendment.
2: All right, hold on with that. This This is one of the most important interviews I've conducted at Ava EVA Valar, V-L-A-A-R is her Twitter name. Merry Christmas time in Rome. Folks, this show is now available on TV, and I urge you to go there and watch it. Go to SalemNewsChannel.com or download the app. You can also watch us on Roku and Firestick, Salem News Channel, the antidote to the mainstream media. Yeah, you should go to the Salem News Channel. You could see Ava and all of my guests, nearly all of them now on TV, live as I'm interviewing them. So Eva bruck difficult thing for Americans but this is a name you should know I'm I'm silent because I'm just meditating on the power of the insight that the United States today more even than when Lincoln said we are the last best hope on earth is the last best hope on earth Eva, if if you call for a demonstration against this staggering, I think evil of this lockdown of everything in Holland over nothing, basically, how many people would show up?
1: So we've had we've had pretty big demonstrations uh, happen, which is not something that we're very used to here in the Netherlands. People don't really have this sort of culture or spirit of going out on the street and protest, but this has sparked some some substantial protest. I would say the last one that we had uh were about a hundred and thousand people out on the Wait, street a
2: hundred thousand
1: yeah a hundred thousand
2: well we we have we've in that regard, I just want to say you're way ahead of us a hundred thousand people <laughs> percentage of the of the Dutch population i mean, how many people live in Holland?
1: There are about nineteen or eighteen million people. In eighteen Holland,
2: right? million people. So twenty. So we we are, uh, we are fifteen times larger than you. That would mean one million five hundred thousand Americans demonstrated, just to give people an idea of, of how, how many came to that. But it makes no impact, does it? Is that correct?
1: No, because the mainstream media, of course, will never report on these things. Are you so really? We'll
2: they don't report on it.
1: Wow. No, of course. No, they lie openly about the number of people that come. So, you know, we have, we have our own counters, of course, people that are going to see with helicopters how many people actually come to these protests. But the mainstream media will always just either say that it's half the number of people that is actually there or they'll just say a couple of thousands. So they, they lie by omission often. They, they genuinely lie. And they do that, of course, because they don't want people to think that there is an actual resistance to this.
2: All right. So, listen, people can contact you at Ava, A -A R, correct? Correct. I hope they do. Well, this is only your debut on The Dennis Prager Show. I I can't tell you how much I'm grateful for your existence.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I can tell you how grateful I am for yours. And also how grateful I am that you will have me on here because what we're dealing with right now is of such a huge importance. We're not talking about hurt feelings here. We're talking about actual legal right,
2: Bless you, (laughs) Ava.
1: Thank you, Dennis. Thank you. Bless you, too.